0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Night edition of the uh, Chama Party. I'm uh, one of your hosts, uh, Papa D. I'm here with kettle. Hello. And red wine.
2: Bonsoir, darling. How are you tonight? Comment
1: allez-vous?
0: Mm. <laughs> I'm good.
2: Oh, the hate, the hate you give.
3: Yay. Oh, 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 oh and <laughs> That, as a matter of fact, that was a great movie.
2: Mm. Oh, okay. I'm going to have to go check that
3: out. Yeah, and how are you with tonight, a hometown huh? girl? I'm pretty mm. good. I'm pretty good. How about you, Papa? You doing all right?
1: Yeah, I'm doing all right. doing all right. Okay. I was lounging around all day.
3: Okay. Well, we got to get you stirred up tonight. <laughs>
1: got to figure out my next move. Well, the next okay. move is the run so, Alright
3: man, I like that, that's a good segue <laughs> That was a good segue Alright, thank you very much Merci beaucoup mm-hmm. okay.
2: Alright, you want to go ahead and kick it off And tell the folks what's going on for the night
3: Sure, sure We got a lot hot, I mean this is like Hot off the press Hot topics uh, Okay. Our first topic is going to be Houston says goodbye to former President uh, George H.W. Bush that was a very moving uh, ceremony. I watched most of it myself. Also, um, Trump's Jersey Club hired undocumented immigrants. Also, USA Gymnastics files for bankruptcy after sex abuse scandal. And James Field convicted in Charlottesville death. Also, a hidden and quitted headline list. Beats bigger rival Uber in filing uh, for the IP, IPO. Also, feds and dyke cops who beat Latino teams. Tyler Perry's in the news. He pays off Walmart layaway, layaway items in Atlanta. Also, Epic Games sued for exploiting black culture and stealing dance moves uh, for uh, Fortnite. And also, Eddie Lampert makes $4.6 billion bid to keep Sears alive. What's poppin' with Papa Diddy? Uh, weird news is uh, Chinese fighters combining kung fu with bullfighting. Also, Utah man accused of hammering ice pick through man's penis. Okay. And Burger King is sending customers to McDonald's. Wow. Okay. I'm just saying with red wine, it's colder than you think. Living for the City with Papa Diddy. I got the Hollywood wrap up and Kevin Hart, and Warner Brothers, Viola Davis, and Hollywood Reporter Honors and Sister Act 3. Also cocktail of the week is the Irish redhead. I'll kiss the list and the last words. So sit back, relax, get your favorite cocktail, and we're gonna come right back with the hot topic. This is Beyonce.
2: Yeah. It's Friday night. So run and tell somebody that the pajama party is on right now, right here on WPJP Block Talk Radio. Oh yeah, this is how we do it. Mm-hmm. Call 914-803-4306 and press 1 to get in on the conversation. Or you can join us online at dot and click the Listen Live banner. So if you want to give a shout out, wish a happy birthday, hear yourself on the radio, or get your 15 seconds of fame, you need to call us right now on 914-803-4306 and press 1. How often do you get a chance like this? Hey, we're only on till 10 p.m. Eastern, so get on the phone and call us right now. We're waiting to make you famous, even if it is just for tonight. Don't be shy. Call 914-803-4306 and press 1. I'm going to stop by the
1: bar, but I'll meet you back at the show. All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. I'm your host, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. In red wine. Oh, hi, darling. Okay.
2: And it's time for the hot topics, so we're going to jump right into it. Um, let's see, I got the first one. Let's talk about former President George Bush. George H.W. Bush. Uh, well, of course, you know the funeral was this week, and it all ended up in Houston. Houston said goodbye to the former president. Uh, let's see, there were some very touching words spoken by a lot of different people, but in particular, Secretary of State, uh, former Secretary of State James Baker, he said that George Bush was a charter member of the greatest generation whose contributions to America. Are right, etched in the marble of time, uh, there was a crowd of over a 1,000 mourners on yesterday. Baker went on to say he, pos- he possessed the classic virtues of our civilization and of his faith. Baker was a longtime friend who served during the Bush administration. He broke down into tears as he concluded uh, his, his uh, comments, and many took cue as the funeral rolled on. Uh, Of course, Bush was 94 years old. The funeral was at his church, St. Martin's Episcopal, kicked off with renditions of America the Beautiful and the Star-Spangled Banner, and the granddaughters of the former president read uh, different readings from the scriptures. Bush was the grandchild and Texas land commissioner. He told stories. um, This is George P. Bush told stories of the man that they all knew as Gampy playing horseshoes and eating Klondike ice cream, playing games, etc. cetera. Uh, Reverend Russell Levington, Jr. gave the homily and noted that George and Barbara Bush, and if you recall, Barbara Bush's wife died in April, that both of them were devoted members of the church for more than 50 years uh, Bush was a big fan of the Oak Ridge Boys. I don't know if anybody saw that, but they were singing Amazing Grace. That gentleman had like the most awesome looking beard and mustache situation I think I've seen in a while from the Oak Ridge Boys. Uh, Bush's grandsons served as the pallbearers after the service, and they walked the flag draped casket to a group of service members who put it in a hearse and transported it on the Union Pacific Railroad presidential train car. The car was numbered 4141, representing the 41st president, and it traveled through various cities in Texas, such as Spring, Magnolia, and Navasota, to uh, end finally at College Station and the campus of Texas A&M University, which is his final resting place on the grounds of Texas A&M. And Mr. Bush will be, well, was laid to rest alongside his wife, Barbara, and their daughter, Pauline Robinson Bush, who died from leukemia right before her fourth birthday. So did you guys watch any of the funeral?
1: Yeah, I watched a lot of it. Yeah, it was very touching.
3: It It was, it was. I mean, those guys, um, I think they picked, what, every branch of the military, them boys are shocked. Yeah. yeah. I was,
2: that was impressive mm-hmm. to see them all lined up in that long Barry. line.
3: hmm Very. It was um, 1,650, 1,650 cadets lined up. Wow. Was, wow. Yeah. that yeah. was. Um, I'm quite sure it was an honor for all, everybody.
2: Yeah, they showed him a lot of reverence and a lot of respect.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. So yep.
2: well that that's all I have on that. It it was nice, you know, the service and all it was very nice. It
3: was. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Oh. Yeah. I was I was it was interesting that um Jeb is the oldest, but it, um the former president, uh, uh George, he was kind of the front runner. But
2: Yeah. Um,
3: yeah, I thought that was interesting. But I guess since he was a former president, I guess that's how things go. Because he was, he was leading the pack wherever they went. And Jeb was right behind yeah. him. Yeah. But yeah it's uh true. Jeb. Yeah, Jeb's son, boy, I'm telling you, he's a handsome fella. He looked just like his father, just had dark hair.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like his mother.
3: Mm-hmm, yep, yep.
2: Yeah, he has that Latin influence from his mother.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was very impressive, I have to say. It was. Yeah.
2: Okay. Well, rest in peace, President Bush.
3: For sure. Mm-hmm.
2: All right. Uh, what else you got, Papa?
1: Well, I got, uh, let's see here. Now, this the truth that came out on Donald Trump Claiming uh, he was so hard on immigrants and all this stuff coming to America and undocumented people come to find out his private club in New Jersey has been employing undocumented undocumented people for years. Huh. We what knew that with all that, all
2: that. What a
1: shocker! With all that greenery he has, all that landscaping he got, ain't nobody else cutting that stuff with illegal people, you know? All the, the cooks and all the everything he got, his, his, his he like he likes to live. And all the flamboyancy he has to do and all the acres of uh, landscaping and, and, you know, you name it when it comes to hotels, bed making and cleaning and all that. How are you going to do all that with with mostly a Spanish cast and you're going to claim that everybody's documented? I don't think so. Mm -hmm. Not hardly. So anyway, the New York Times reported that uh they found a couple people that uh kind of came on camera after they left the establishment to talk about it you know they were very brave to do that you know the Times found two women who said that they uh entered the united states unlawfully but were, were employed at the trump national golf club in uh, bedminster new jersey all right one name was uh, victoria morales she was a native of guatemala she told the newspapers that uh she had crossed into the United States illegal, illegally in 1999 and was hired at the club in uh, 2013 as a housekeeper using uh, uh, phony proxy documentation. Another woman named Sandra Diaz, who uh, came from Costa Rica and is now a legal resident of the United States, she said that uh, she was also undocumented when she worked at the uh, Bedminster between 2010 2013.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And Trump is a herd on camera saying everybody I use is documented, yada 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 yada, you know. He talks a bunch of crap, so you know, what are you gonna do? He has you know, he says uh we have ten and in in a report uh his company said that we have ten tens of thousands of employees across our properties and we have very strict hiring practices. Uh this is what uh Amanda Miller, a spokeswoman for the Trump organization said in a, in a statement provided to uh, CNN, if any if any employees submitted false documentation in attempt to uh, circumvent the law, they were going to be terminated immediately. Yeah, what well, else about you? Yeah, to whatever.
2: What's her name? Amanda Miller?
1: Amanda Miller, yeah. yeah. She's the spokesperson. So. Anyway, the woman told the newspaper that at least uh, two supervisors at the club were aware and took steps to help them to avoid detection and hold on to their job Diaz claimed to the New York Times that uh, there are many people without papers that work for the Trump organization still today and said so that she has witnessed several others hired through, through uh, also through und- undocumentation so so all the stuff that Trump is saying he could really blow his stuff out of his butthole because uh, we know what all the people that he hires and all the grass he has on his golf courts and and all the everything, and he don't hire black folks, so, so what's left, really? You know, the Asians ain't going to do it. You don't hire black people. So the so process of elimination only means you two, mostly Hispanic people, and most of that was uh, illegal, so so there you go. But it means nothing because Trump's a millionaire, a billionaire, rather. He don't give a damn. He denies everything.
2: He's yeah. going to say that he had nothing to do with the direct hiring and stuff of people, so he'll throw somebody. He won't even else take it, it that
1: far. Bus. He won't even care. He passes it down to people to.
2: That's what I'm saying. He'll throw him. somebody
1: else under the bus and blame them, and they'll get fired, if mm. necessary. Yeah, well, that's mm-hmm. a scoop on that. We knew that all the time. That uh, there's no way you can have all that greenery and don't have some Spanish joke cut. You
3: know. mm. anyway. mm-hmm. He He's probably had some um, undocumented um, immigrants at his. Uh, V C hotel when he was building it. Remember he didn't pay the folks, I'm quite sure they sued him, but still it, you know, they were probably undocumented then. So he figured oh, they undocumented, that. why pay him? Yeah, yeah. No, of
0: working
3: they were building on that. Yeah, but I'm talking about when they oh, were building yeah. the um you know, renovating the uh the hotel and everything. So right. That's So you see these these days.
1: Is uh, Spanish people, Spanish uh, contractors, and I wouldn't even call them contractors, the construction workers, that's all you see when you go all mm-hmm. through the North Feet. All the, all the construction is being done on H Street and stuff like that. If you go down the back side of H Street, which is I Street, that's all you see in the morning parking their cars is um, Spanish uh, construction workers. So it's, you know, please. Mm-hmm. It's a done deal. Something going to do to stop that. That flow is already flowing, so. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Okay. That's true. Well, if you guys got any questions or comments on what we're talking about or you want to join in the conversation, it is up tonight, 914-803-4306.
2: And press 1.
3: Press 1 to get in the queue unless, you, you know, you got a comment or you just want to listen on what's going on. All right. Well, I have an interesting story here. The um, U.S. Gymnastics files bankruptcy after sex abuse scandal. Really? Mm. Um, they are turning to bankruptcy in an attempt to ensure its survival. Really? So you're going to file mm. Chapter 13 or Chapter 11. Organization, The organization filed Chapter 11 bankruptcy petition on Wednesday um, in an effort to reach settlement in the dozens of sex abuse lawsuits in face, uh, it faces and to avoid its potential demise at the hands of the U.S. Olympic Committee. So, U.S. Gymnastics filed a petition in Indianapolis, where it is based. It faces 100 lawsuits representing over 350 athletes in various courts across the country who blame the group for failing to supervise this jackass. Excuse my language, Larry Nasser. A teen mm-hmm. doctor accused of molesting he was fifty five, worked um at the US gymnastics and uh Michigan State University for decades. He is serving um effective life sentence for child porn possessions and molesting young women and girls under the um guise of medical treatment. Interesting. Jerical. Interesting. That that's what I say. I'm like, okay. So, it sounds like they're going to file Chapter 11, uh-huh. and they're going to be covered under that to handle, I guess, these lawsuits they're paying out, but then you're going to be able to continue on? Maybe it should just shut them down. How about that?
2: Well, if they do that, that's going to shut down the United States Gymnastics Program.
3: Yeah, yeah. They may need to revamp it or do something. But it, uh, the article goes on to say the filing does not affect the amount of money available to victims, which would come from previously purchased insurance coverage. Hmm, okay. Carson said the insurance companies are aware we're taking this action, and our expectation is they will come to the table and pay for our coverage. Wow. So, wait a minute.
2: Insurance money covers sexual assault?
3: Uh, Yeah, I guess it it, it covers, it's an umbrella over, uh, it's it's almost like a malpractice type of suit. Like if a doctor, something happens with a doctor and he makes a mistake and they sue the hospital, they are covered under insurance. Kind of the same difference. You understand what I'm saying? You understand, Papa Yeah. Papa D? Yeah. Red wine? Yeah.
2: Okay.
3: It's it's
2: similar to that. I was just wondering, like, how does that work? I mean, I I was thinking of insurance, like for injury, physical injury. You know, like if you're practicing or you're at a gymnastics competition and you break your arm. I was thinking of it like that, but yeah, that does make sense because they did have doctors and medical people and all of that. Right.
3: But but somebody has to cover it because it's not it's, it's not coming from the individual. It's uh, the umbrella is the U.S. gymnastics team or organization, and they are responsible for whoever they hire. So NASA, they're responsible for his jackass, L. in Mm -hmm. so many words. And so they have to, um, you know, it's almost like a civil case, like if somebody here sued the district. You know, they have money with um, insurance companies to cover whatever. You know, it doesn't come from the individual. so. It's um, but I I believe it's something that you know the the people pay into, so you know. Okay. But, uh, it's interesting though. Wow. Mm-hmm. So so
2: now they have to try to restructure. Is that the plan? Oh, uh,
3: that's a good question. That's a good question. I think that's Chapter Thirteen. Eleven is different.
1: Um. Do okay. You, do you remember how it goes,
3: Papa? Chapter Eleven, Chapter Thirteen difference? I'm
1: not sure. Yeah, it depends on how you want to pay it back and things like that, what your status is, things like that. 11 uh, is more for business. 13 is more personal. Personal okay, people go with 13. 11, and then, and then you got mm-hmm. 7 on the back end. You kind of pull up that's the rear. With I number forgot about seven. That. But yeah. 11 is the one where businesses usually do, and personal people usually do 13. Right. And it depends on so how much you got, how much you're trying to pay right. back, when right. you're trying to pay it back, different levels, you know. Uh, well, it's
3: going to be interesting to see, yeah. So. Yeah. It, it the sounds license. like
2: that. I, I'm just trying to, I, I hope that they're not doing this to try to get away with something. Because I know that they've mm-hmm. had rotating people to be in charge of that organization, you know, mm-hmm. they had one person who came in, it was the president, and then, I don't know, something happened, that person resigned, then they had somebody else, it was a woman, and then she resigned, uh, you know, because yeah. basically, the, yeah, the athletes were saying that, the the I think the last one, they were saying that she wasn't doing enough, or she didn't, you know, she was like more concerned about, I want to say they accused her of being more concerned about the organization or something like that than they than she was about the athletes or whatever the case was. It or it was something to do with something in the past, some position right. she had in the past that they brought back up and were basically saying, you know, you, we already know where you stand. We don't want you. Mm-hmm. And you know, I guess they kept putting pressure on her and she resigned.
3: I see. Interesting. Yeah, I think that whole organization is going to restructure, restructure, and redefine themselves. You know, there's yeah. so much going on. Uh, the guy Nazar, he just, he just effed them. He just messed them up, really. You know, because well, I think state. he just
4: blew the lid
3: off
2: of a problem that was probably more widespread than we know.
3: Yeah, I agree. But, you know, they, they, they kept pushing it underneath the rug as far as he was concerned. But like you said, they just busted wide open the whole situation they've probably known for a long time. Um, yeah. Anyway. No, yeah, anyway. Uh, I'm going to put USA list.
2: Gymnastics on the kissing
0: list, yep. <laughs> I know, that's right. I got There it.
2: you go. I read your mind.
0: Okay. I got it.
3: Okay. All right All right (laughs) So We got one more hot topic Yep
2: We have uh, Yeah we have one more Mm -hmm. Let's see What else we got Oh yeah We got to talk about breaking news About uh, Charlottesville And what's going on with that
1: Oh yeah Mm -hmm. James Fields Convicted in uh, Charlottesville death Um you know, this stuff is like, uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm I'm so immune to stuff today. Until you see what people actually get sentenced and all that, you know, they, they convicted him on all counts. The gentleman that uh, ran the car into the people that was protesting down in Charlottesville, his name is James Alex Fields, uh, who was uh, in August 2017, drove his car to a crowd of people protesting the white nationalist rally in Charlottesville, Virginia, he was convicted today of uh, first degree murder and nine other charges. He's twenty one years old. Now how do you get that evil in twenty one years? That's crazy.
0: right
1: mm-hmm. uh, he was uh, found guilty of uh killing Heather Heather uh Higher and faces a possible uh sentence of life in prison. But like I said, until the sentence goes down, I mean you you don't know what to put to you don't know who's in debt with who when it comes to the prosecu not prosecutor, but the judges and and the white nationalists, and, you know, nowadays the clan wears a suit. You know, the clan is educated. The clan is in, in the middle of things, so you never know, you know. He did a, a, a big service for his people, so therefore you never know who's undercover to help him out on the back end. Like I said, so I don't believe stuff until I actually see the sentence and it, and it goes through and the appeals are done. That's when I kind of bank on it, but just when somebody says you were guilty of this and guilty of that you never know man it's just you so know what you' I mean? saying
2: don't celebrate yeah <laughs>
1: exactly you know we know black folks go to jail for a thousand years just for a couple of joints what have you but you know when it comes to the other way around it's just it's suspicious you know so but but I'm glad that he was convicted of all charges and everything I'm glad the jury wasn't tainted with a couple undercover people in the audience and in, in, in the jury. So, so that's a good thing. It's a good start, you know. So let's see what happens. It's just the beginning. But can we just talk but, for a yeah. second
2: about his defense?
1: Oh, the things they were saying, yeah, they were, they were saying it was self defense. They were saying he was, uh, felt like people were chasing after him and all that jazz. But, but, but what would have happened if he would have crashed a car like he did? And the car didn't start in order to back up like that. Because you, when you ram the front of your car like that, you, you're jeopardizing the, the fan, the fan belt, the water pump, the, uh, oh, my goodness. There's various things in the front of the car. The, you know, the radiator. And there's a lot of things that could happen where when he went to back that car up, that car wouldn't even start. So he was lucky that he was able to, you know, crash that car that hard. And so we we'll put it in reverse and for, for the car to back up like that. That was sheer luck.
0: Hmm. I
1: mean, that car could have busted a water pump or, or busted a radiator hose or a serpentine hose or something underneath that hood But that car could stay right there, revving or not revving.
2: I, I'm just trying to wrap my mm-hmm. mind around how did his legal defense, I mean, I know they had to come up with something. Yeah, of
1: course.
2: So, but they came up with saying, well, it was really self-defense. And that was like self-defense. He's talking about, well, you know, the crowd was getting real rowdy and he was feeling like his life was being threatened. And I'm thinking, well, so you got in your car, and if you were feeling that threatened, why didn't you just drive away? But you drove into the crowd. So how threatened did you feel? I mean, it, the whole thing was just ridiculous. Mm. But for them to even use that, I, I was saying to somebody the other day, they would have been better off had they used, Insanity Temporary insanity Just say you know It was just so much going on I just I lost my mind Because you have to be crazy To do the kind of stuff Like that But to try to come up with Saying it was self-defense Who gets in their car And drives into a crowd of people Other than Well wait a minute Isn't that what Suge Knight said Come to think of it
3: He rolled over some guy He backed up and rolled over the guy (laughs)
2: Yeah, I just thought Come about on, that. Man. That was yeah. a similar defense with uh, Suge Knight. The guy was, uh, mm-hmm. he said he the guy was threatening him or something, and somehow, I don't know how, he was already in his car, but anyway, that was Suge Knight. Yeah, we're but, not
1: going to mix that story with that story. Yeah,
2: but anyway, it's yeah, but that, that was what this guy came up with, his defense attorney. So I guess his defense attorney just said, look, we got to say something. We'll just go with that and hope for the best. And the jury was like, uh-uh. We're not falling for that. you got to be joking. You're guilty.
1: Yeah, that was good.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So yeah. the sentencing is when? Monday? They start sentencing? Monday, yeah.
1: Uh, they, well, they go through the sentencing phase based on, uh, you know, his priors and things like that and the aggravated aspect of things. And it's going to be deep, you know. Because like I said, I know the Klan people that are the undercover jokers that are Undercover Klan people, whether it be council people or whatever, you know, because a Klan tied out everywhere. Yeah. So you never know the inputs through the line or who's going to threaten who or who's going to get this or that or what not. They're going to threaten the judge, the judge's family, or who knows. So well, the know
2: prosecution that, had all kind of evidence of, of, aside from the video well, of him driving to the, the crowd. But they had a videotaped phone conversation of him talking to his mother, and his mother was being sympathetic toward Heather Hire's mother. You know, basically, I guess, saying things to the effect of, I feel so bad for her mom, you know, her daughter's dead, blah, 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 along those lines. And he got angry with his mother for sympathizing with Heather Hire's mom. So all of that self-defense mess, I mean, he was constantly revealing his true self. It's crazy. So, But they played that for the jury, so the the uh, prosecutors did. So whatever little sympathy he thought he was going to get, all that went out the window. So anyway, they're going to hopefully put him away for a long time.
3: We'll yeah, let's hope happens. so. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. Yeah.
2: Well, uh, all right. If you want to join the conversation, you can give us a call at 914 803 Four three zero six. press 1 if you want to chat uh, while you think about it we're going to take a quick break and we're coming back with the Hit It and Quit It headlines on the Pajama Party Show Friday night with the crew we'll be right back this is Red Wine, and you're listening to WPJP Block Talk Radio Pajama Party check out my commentary I like to call it I'm Just Saying because sometimes I am just saying it's just my opinion. It's what I think. Hey, you don't have to agree, but if you disagree, call us up. 914-803-4306. Hey, don't
3: forget, they can catch us on uh, Twitter also, at uh, com too. What's the
1: number, Papa? 914-803-4306. Uh, I don't know how I got this studio. Red Wine uh, came in here by itself me and Kettle just happened to come here and catch her steal the airtime. You you know, I was
2: trying to do my old promo, and y'all just have to show up. up well, oh, nine
1: Oh, o'clock, Eastern Time.
0: 8 o'clock,
1: Mountain Time. 7 o'clock, Central Time. No, that's wrong. And 6
0: o'clock, Western Time. <laughs> East, West Coast Time. Right, okay. right.
2: Either way,
1: so if you're in California, call us at 6, 6 p.m., 7 o'clock if you're hanging out in... Colorado
3: somewhere.
1: Seven o'clock.
2: That's Central Time. See now we got
0: it all. 7, Seven o'clock if you would uh, Okay, hey, it's
1: nine o'clock Eastern.
0: Y'all be a man. Figure out where
1: you are. Check your watch. Nine right. o'clock Eastern. Yeah. Right. Okay. Check us out. Nine o'clock Eastern Standard
0: Time. Nine fifteen
1: CP time. Right. You know yep, you that's right. It's CP true. time nine fifteen. There
0: you go. All right. All right, is that it? Hey. Hey. Attended.
1: Hey, is that Mister Love. Hey, come on, Mister Love, Mister Bartender. I was trying to jiggle my ice, and my glass or melting. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome back to the John Party. One, your host Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine.
2: Bonsoir, darling. Friday night, and I'm feeling right.
1: Oh, boy.
3: <laughs> All right, what you sipping on oh, the, uh, tonight, red wine?
2: Oh, the cocktail of the week.
3: No, nothing. Yes, right. this thing
2: we'll... called the Irish Redhead.
3: All right, now We'll get into that a little later, then. <laughs> uh-huh.
2: All, All right. right, well, we'll flip the page, and first... it's time for the. Hit it and quit it yeah. headlines.
0: And so that's what we get ready gonna to do.
2: Right?
0: We're going to hit
2: them and we're going to quit them.
3: Okay. All, All right. right. Who's up um, in bad? I'm not that bad, bad. Bada, 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 bada. <laughs> okay. Um, Lyft beat bigger rival Uber in filing for IPO. IPO was initial public offering. Interesting. Um, they will test investors' appetite for high profile um, but loss making technology companies. Says so the company, um, which was last valued at about, you guys might have to sit down for this. List was valued at $15 billion, B with the B, billion dollars.
0: Me!
3: Did not specify the billion? number of shares. Yep. Did not, well, wait till I get to Uber did not specify the number of shares it was uh, selling or the price range for the offering in the confidential filing with the Securities of Exchange Commission. Um, the IPO is slated for the first half of 2019. Uber is expected to pursue an IPO next year that could uh, could value it at about $120 billion, while uh <laughs> well, um, hey. home renting company Airbnb is valued at 31 billion. also going to they're also going to list theirs in 2019, also. Um, but investors fear that stock market weakness could result in reduced interest in their roadshows or fail to um, fetch them a reasonable val valuation. Um, goes on to say that these two companies have taken hits. To their bottom lines in order to attract drivers and enter new markets, although they have made strides in recent years in narrowing their losses, so I mean those are bad numbers I mean valued at fifteen billion and a hundred and twenty I guess uber's valued a little more because they they were the they were the front runners they were the first ones out there engaged okay, so
2: yeah, I suppose but isn't it it's wow. more uh ride sharing companies out there now isn't? it?
3: Right, it's one called VIA, V-I-A. Um, they have like a, a blue, light blue label. Um, they are out of New York City. Um, they just started probably for the last two and a half, three years. So, what they valued at, I'm not sure, but, um, you yeah. know, it's a little different because uh, their system is they pick you up at the nearest corner, so, yeah.
2: Mm.
3: Yep.
2: Where have I heard Mm-mm, that, before?
3: Don't start nothing. No not start nothing. won't be nothing. <laughs> okay. <That's laughs> same. Uh, yeah, but, uh, same. It's going to be interesting. I, right. I might have to get a piece of piece of the shares. I might have to, you know, invest in uh, Lyft or Uber. Yeah. So.
2: Yeah. I wonder if it, it'll be like, uh, what was that other one? Facebook. When Facebook mm-hmm. first announced their IPO,
0: and mm-hmm. everybody
2: jumped on that stock, and that stock was going through the roof. And then eventually mm-hmm. that thing leveled off.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So I guess mm-hmm. that's typical, you know, when they first come out the gate. Oh, they sure. climb all the way up, and then, you know, they do they mm-hmm. do what they do. They drop off.
3: Right, right. Mm-hmm. That might be something you might to hold on for a while, you know, a, a longer investment, you know.
2: Yeah, I guess they'll be around to stay. I don't know. Seems like more and more people are using those services. So.
3: Why? Oh.
2: Yeah. All right. Oh. Well, mm-hmm. that's Uber and Lyft.
3: Mm-hmm. What you got? What you got? I don't
1: got? know how those little I don't know how those old Jack Lay car companies came up with all that money. Man. Yeah. Uh, don't, don't get me I don't
3: know Everybody's using it I mean you you, you look out today I mean there's a lot of people driving But then a lot of people do use the service Especially if you live in a Quote on urban cities Or in the city Chicago D.C. New York I mean you know major cities That's what
1: they use yeah, If the company's worth biggings Shouldn't the employees be worth millions I'm just saying You know Where's the money going? Ain't like they got to supply no gas. Ain't like they got to supply no oil.
0: Mm-hmm. And you
1: know, or no cars, for that matter. What do they have to supply? But a service. They're not even well, I'm, you know. Right. Well, I'm
3: quite sure at at one point people see these numbers and stuff, especially the drivers, they could be like, "Okay, we want a little more piece of the pie because you guys are making money." Uh, exactly. so but I'm 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 quite sure that time is gonna come as far as um I don't wanna say uproar, but you know, something similar to that. You know, almost like the Walmart workers when they said they wanted more money. And um most places they eventually got it, so I guess that time is gonna come. Or unless you just get a piece of the pie, you know, a piece of the shares. You know. Might have just investing it that way. So mm. we'll see. Okay.
2: All right. Okay. Hit 'em and quit 'em. What you got, Papa?
1: I got the feds and the, the federal federal uh, police indict cops who beat uh, Latino teens. Okay.
2: Uh, they at it again.
1: A racist mm-hmm. and uh, unhinged uh, Massachusetts cop faces federal charges for allegedly beating a Latino teen under arrest. Mm. And spitting on him, hey. as he proclaimed, no, no. Uh, "Welcome to," as he proclaimed, "Welcome to the white man's world."
0: Oh my! This goodness. is what
1: the New York Post reported. Okay, according to a new indictment, uh, suspended uh, Springfield officer Greg. Are you writing down for this? Oh, I'm so writing that?
2: them down. All His the name team?
1: is Greg Bigda. B-I-G-D-A.
0: Got
2: it.
1: I guess that's bigger, the bigger, the bigger, the bigger. Bigda has been hit with uh, excessive force charges relating to a uh, February 2016 arrest of a group of teens who were uh, busted for stealing the undercover police vehicle, according to a uh, MassLive.com report. Okay, Bigda Rage was uh, captured during the interrogation of some of the teens in a 30-minute clip which was posted to a YouTube. He threatened to kill one of the youths and plant drugs on them. Hey.
2: All right. This guy must have thought he was in a movie.
1: He says, uh, "I'm not hampered by the f and truth cuz I don't give a f. People like you belong in jail." Mm. All right. I'll charge," he said. "I'll charge you with whatever." He said, "I'll stick a effing kilo of coke in your pocket and put you away for fifteen years." Wow. Now, now where do you get the mindset to think like that? You're busting these guys here for being criminals, but your criminal thinking mind is four times worse than theirs. So, who the damn? Who's the criminal? And who's the cop?
2: And what did they do? They stole a car.
1: Yeah, apparently they stole an unmarked police car, so they were doing some dumb stuff too, so everybody in that whole crowd was crazy as hell. Okay, the, law fu- the lawsuit filed by uh, one of the teens accused uh, uh, Big to, the cop for uh, uh, for being drunk that night. And then narcotics okay. detective Stephen Valanci picked up food from a pizzeria in hopes of uh, sobering him up. So the cop was drunk during the whole evolution,
2: and the cop rolling with him knew that. Yeah, cop driving, rolling with him
1: knew it. He tried to
2: with some pizza. Yeah, so stuff with some pizza,
1: up. so him up. But he let his Bullets. let his let his uh, let it out when they stopped those people there. So, uh, so Stephen Bennett a uh, obvious Italian guy, he's been indicted on excessive force charges, also, which included uh, kicking the teens in the privates and in the face while handcuffing them. Yeah. face faced a distant charges for abuse interrogation tactics for falsely um he filed a false report of other other charges, trumped up charges on things of that nature. So both Bigger and uh, Valencia have pleaded not guilty to the charges. Both men are released on bail and they face up to fifteen years in prison if convicted.
2: Not guilty, right.
1: huh? But in the past the guy Bigger also he was he's been accused of assaulting a pregnant woman. Declaring that, uh, I hate Puerto Ricos. And,
0: uh. There's something
2: wrong I like with the it.
1: Mar- he said, I like to march you puppies back to Puerto Rico or something like
0: that.
1: Oh, mm. um, So, he's, he's a trip.
2: He just got hate all up in him. So, I guess he can't claim he was drunk that time. When he was messing with the pregnant woman. Yeah. All right. Well, we got him on the it list. Hateful. Racist. Anyway, anything else on that one?
1: No, that's it. Okay. That's enough. Yeah,
2: that's enough. You're right. All right, I got good news. Tyler Perry has paid off some people's layaway items in Atlanta. Tyler Perry was feeling festive and generous ahead of Christmas, so he spread the holiday cheer at two Atlanta-area Walmart stores where the movie mogul paid more than $430,000 in layaway items. He said he was trying to do this anonymously, but due to circumstances, y'all know how nothing stays secret these days, he said in a video. So I just wanted to go ahead and tell you. Perry explained, if you have a layaway at the Walmart at 844 Cleveland Avenue in East Point, Georgia, in Atlanta, or if you have a layaway at the Walmart at 7001 Concourse Parkway in Douglasville, Georgia, if you have a layaway at either place, and it was there as of 930 this morning, it was already a layaway before 930 this morning, I have paid for your layaways for Christmas. So Merry Christmas to everybody. You have to go to Walmart, get your layaway, pay one penny, just one penny to get your layaway, I know it's hard times. A lot of people are struggling. I'm just really, really grateful to be in a position to do this. Uh, Lamia Jenkins, a spokesperson for Walmart, told People Magazine that Perry paid for the layaway products that were ordered by 1,500 people. She said, Tyler Perry's generous donation is making an unbelievable difference for so many families, and we cannot thank him enough for his kindness. The heartfelt excitement and joy we're seeing from our customers as a result of his holiday gift has been touching.
0: That's nice.
2: So shout out to Tyler Perry for doing no, something that's right. that generous and that kind.
1: Now let's just hope the Walmart don't give them no crap when they come to pick up big stuff. Let the oh, stuff boy. be organized. Let their stuff be ready to be picked up. Yeah. Let everything be organized because he gave you a bunch of nice organized money. So don't let some people <laughs> sit back and wait in the long line. Crazy! I don't have your merchandise. We ain't got enough people to handle it. You got to come back tomorrow. I don't want to hear that crap. Okay. The man laid out four hundred thousand dollars. Hire more employees and get this stuff distributed to the people. See, because it's always the back end. That makes it crazy. Now, Walmart be tripping. Uh, well, it happened so fast that we ain't had enough people to handle it. So we had to hire some Christmas help to handle it. And then uh, people's stuff got lost. And being able to pay for a raise, the employees started stealing stuff. And everything got out all wet. And everything got all disorganized. And now everything's all messed up. You know how that crap goes. You know how Hopefully,
2: this. they'll get it together, so...
1: So anyway. to
2: Walmart, y'all better give it, get it together.
1: So Walmart, mm. get your shit together.
2: All right. And shout out to Child Care.
1: All right. I
3: guess they have to have something to write off at the end of the year. So, you know, it is what it yeah, is. Yeah, I reckon so. I reckon yep, so. Mm, mm, Mm-hmm. And don't be so hard on Walmart, uh, Papa Dee Dee. Uh, hey, hey, <laughs>
0: hey,
1: hey, hey, hey! Don't that's, tell that's, me I'm being Arnold who That's I my joint. Be
3: hard on. that's, that's my joint.
1: You, you don't uh, shop at Walmart half as much as I do. Don't go there. Okay, okay. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's
3: oh, y'all good. gonna
2: have a Walmart
1: battle. I'm a six. I'm a I six, seven no. o'clock in the morning Walmart person. <laughs> I'm out of Walmart oh, by ten o'clock and it changes at the ten, you know. Yeah, I'm late in the
3: evening. Mm-hmm.
1: You ever been to Walmart after ten a.m. Oh sure, sure. Oh, mm-hmm. it, it, it depends on Y'all which Walmart you go to. Y'all gonna have to stop, to. It, have to <laughs> stop talking about this because they're not
2: that they're not our
3: sponsor. That's that's what we, we can not be giving anyway. them all
2: this free advertising.
3: Okay, well, we're gonna hit and quit it. I'm gonna go to the next story. Okay, um, Epic Games sued for exploiting black culture and selling dance moves for four Uh, Fortnite? Okay, Epic Games. I'm not too familiar with Epic Games, but it's being sued by Brooklyn rapper 2Millie over its alleged misappropriation, use, and sale of his Millie Rock dance uh, in its game called Fortnite. He also claims uh, the game has consistently exported African American culture. So, according to the tor- the court documents obtained by the Blast, Millie, his real name is Terrence uh, Ferguson, claims he popularized the dance in 2014 with the release of his song, Millie Rock. So, he claims that Epic Games capitalized on the Millie Rock's popularity by selling the dance to players to use to customize their characters in the popular battle royal game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep and he goes on to say The rapper believes Epic should not Be able to profit from Ferguson's Fame and hard work By his intentionally misappropriation Of Ferguson's original content Or likeness Mm -hmm. So it sounds like he's about to
2: I've never Played Fortnite but I Keep hearing a Uh lot of people talk about it And the only Uh thing I know about Fortnite is that you can make Your avatars dance you know, it's, a, okay. it's some kind of like a battle-type game, and mm-hmm. certain points, like maybe after you beat up your opponent or whatever, you can hit the key or button or something and make your character dance. And they do mm-hmm. different kinds of dances, and that's what he was saying, that they're doing a dance that's identical to the dance he did in his video that he created yeah, in
1: he 2014. To, he should get paid for that because oh. it's a very popular game. In fact, that game is so popular. A lot of people, a lot of kids are going to rehab for that to stop them from playing it cuz they they're playing that video game like like, like people 10 mean, hours a day. Parents are
2: gotten have gotten into it just so they can stay connected with their kids cuz the kids are all in it lock stock and barrel and now parents mm-hmm. are starting to get into it so they can play with their kids cuz the kids are all into it. And the parents were on the outside trying to figure out, what are you talking about?
1: Mm, I would just shut it and down. the parents some.
2: decided, instead of shutting it down, they said, mm-hmm. well, let me see what's up. And the parents got hooked. Not me. That thing is like crack.
1: I would have pulled the plug out on it. Mm-mm.
2: Yeah, they probably should have.
1: Because I've
2: heard problem. references mm-hmm. on different um, TV shows, sitcoms, dramas, and stuff where people are talking about such a, you know, they just drop it in there. Oh, he was up playing Fortnite all night. Or mm-hmm. I had to reach I had to send him to, to his room without Fortnite. I was like, What what is happening with this Fortnite thing? And now I find mm-hmm. out that they've been, you know, stealing from black culture.
3: Mm-hmm. I see. Yeah, it goes on terrible. to say, um they accuse the copying the dance moves of Snoop Dogg, Alfonso, um, Roberto, Rubios, the guy um Carlton, the Carlton dance. Oh man, um, they stole that too. I'm like, and Donald Faison, a signature dance from the NBC um, thing called Scrubs. Yeah. I don't remember him doing a dance, but, yeah. I'm like, okay. They probably have a um, um, African-American that is a, what is it, programmer or um,
1: Mm -hmm. who is it? The
3: the, the person that that sets things up like that. I forgot. He's a programmer.
1: He's undercover. He's undercover. Uncle Tom is uh. Stealing black ideals.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're not that's getting permission from these people. Yeah.
1: No, it's not. Um, he just taking ideals mm-hmm. and and, and well, handing them to right. to his white counterparts like it's you know like it's nothing.
3: That ain't right. Why? But then you know it's it's, it's it goes back to the um, blurred lines. They don't give a rat's Rabbit's ass. They're gonna use it, make that money. Then if you sue us okay, fine. I done made my my millions of dollars. That's so, what they do. You, you, yeah, yeah. You want a piece some of the box? Sure. i
1: because i made $20 million already. Mm.
3: Yeah, we'll break you off some. Ain't no pain.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, look, let's all get paid. Yeah. Yeah, take mm. this
1: and
2: go
0: sit down.
1: They just go to show that there's no real ideals in the world. People rather copycat and steal stuff, they take the risk of going to court than sitting back and really coming up with some real good ideals. You know, you'll never see another Michael Jackson prince. See you want. There's people that are creators, you know.
3: People mm-hmm. just make a beat. So at least, and at the least,
1: beat.
3: Uh, respect them and, and ask permission. And if they say no, mm-hmm. you know, just move on do something different. They say yes. Then go ahead and pay them, you know, what should be paid and you go ahead and make your money. Then mm-hmm. everything is set. So, you know. Mm-hmm. That people don't do that yeah, no I more. Yep. Like, right. I know. I know. All, All right. right. Well,
2: I got one last one about Sears. Mm-hmm. Remember how Sears looked like they were going down for the last time?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, this
2: guy Eddie Lampert has now offered to buy Sears Holding Corporation out of bankruptcy in a bid to salvage the failing empire
0: mm-hmm. that
2: he's been controlling for over a decade. The chairman mm-hmm. of Sears, whose uh, investments rank as the biggest shareholder and creditor, outlined a $4.6 dollar preliminary bid uh, yesterday that could include a mix of cash, equity, new loans, and debt debt swaps. I, see, I don't even know about all that kind of stuff. I just thought when you buy something, you got to have money. They're talking about mixing cash with equity, new loans, and debt swaps. So how do you swap debt? I guess you just say, all right, well, I owe this, so I'll swap you this debt. For that Dad, I'll take that on, you take this on. It's a lot of stuff folk do in the finance world, and those of us that don't do that, know nothing of. So it said Lampert would Mm -hmm. take over the whole company rather than just buying selected stores as originally planned, and that would save Mm -hmm. about 50,000 jobs.
0: Mm -hmm. So if
2: that works out, I guess he'll come out of it looking like a hero while he's making plenty of money. But save fifty thousand jobs. So we'll see. You know, it says the bid would be funded with about nine hundred and fifty million dollars from a new loan, in addition to other debt, and some parts are still being negotiated.
0: Yeah. How do you fix
2: your face? Go to a bank and say, Yeah, I need a loan. Okay. How much you need, Mr. Lambert? Uh, nine hundred and fifty million dollars. What do they do? Oh, you want that in cash or you want a cashier's check? Nine hundred fifty million <laughs> in your loan.
3: Ah, uh, uh, uh.
2: so he's also counting on a rollover of about two hundred and seventy one million in cash collateral that supports an existing letter of credit, and he's promising to assume one point one billion of liabilities from gift cards and reward programs, yeah, mm. that's the ones that people already bought. The gift cards, reward programs, you know, like those frequent flyer type things and stuff. He's saying that he will assume all the liability for one point one billion would a be dollars of gift cards and reward stuff. I, this man must just wake up and crap money. I don't know, but
0: mm-hmm. we
2: have to see what happens. You know, it's all contingent on um, his company ESL being released from liability relating to the pre-bankruptcy transactions. See, they got so much mess going on, I feel like this just thing just ran me in a circle. I'm like, wait a minute, you're swapping debt, but you're trying to get released from the previous bankruptcy dealings, but yet you were filing bankruptcy, but you just said you sitting on how much cash? $271 million in cash collateral. But but you filed
3: bankruptcy,
0: okay. Yeah, my. You know industry. what
3: it, it 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 doesn't sound like he has too much money because I'm 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 looking at him up, and he used to be the chairman and former CEO of the Sears Holding Company, and founder. Right.
2: Well, now he's and, trying to take um, the whole thing over.
3: Why? But he's only worth um uh, one billion dollars. So it sounds like he's—I won't say flim-flamming, but he's—he's he's, like you said with hey, the collateral thing. It. I mean, I mean what's, what's, what's oh. really going on? What, you know, date, how comment? are you obtaining? Yeah, how are you obtaining well, all of this? You know,
1: I don't know um, how you're saying he's it, only worth one billion dollars. No, that's a lot of money. No, but I'm saying I wouldn't, he's
3: living, I wouldn't he's kind want of to see.
1: The, I don't wanna see Sears go down. I hope he saves it because I like Sears, you know. That was right. my spot, especially the auto department, you know. The right. auto department was but good. Um It just was a good company and but now they're they're becoming a shell of themselves because they're selling off to Craftsman tools to other other distributors, you know. I think right. I don't know who owns, I think somebody I forget what company has craftsmen now, but yeah,
2: they did the sell craftman off their tools craftman are gone around. now,
1: so Hmm. Other things still exist. so.
2: Well, maybe it was a limited deal. And also, there's maybe not a lot of Sears that.
1: left because a lot of Sears buildings are gone now during the uh, shake-up. So when they got together mm-hmm. with um, Kmart, yeah, the situation just went down hard because Walmart wore, wore out Kmart. So Kmart mm-hmm. didn't have a lady stand on And it's so sad that Walmart came in and took Kmart's uh, Mm concept. They beat them at their own game with their own ideals. So that was very sad because when Kmart was open years ago, there wasn't no such thing as Walmart. Yeah, that's
2: true. But that's usually what happens. You know, somebody sees what somebody else is doing and says, Mm -hmm. I can improve on that.
1: Instead of coming up with their own ideals. Exactly.
2: They say, I'm going to take what you came up with and do my own version and do what I think is better.
1: Well, I think people people that think like that, in my opinion, you know, that's just being lazy, first of all.
2: Well, you call, call it lazy, Some to... call it innovative.
1: Yeah, well, that's, you know.
2: I'm just saying. Being mm-hmm. lazy. All right. Well, that's the hit it and quit it headline. So, uh, let's see, we're going to take a quick CC break and come back with Papa Didi because he's about to pop over there. He's going to do uh, what's popping. You going to have something for us, Papa?
5: Yeah, I got something.
2: All right. You got a little something to some. Somethin'. All right. We're going to take a quick one. Coming right back.
5: This is The Pajama Party on Blog Talk Radio. The Pajama Party is produced by DC Homegrown Entertainment at www.dchomegrown.com. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the Pajama Party crew and you, So pick up the phone and dial 914-803-4306, that's 914-803-4306, and tell us what's on your mind. There's a big fluffy pillow reserved just for you at the pyjama party, so call us now. And remember, it's PJs only, no clothes allowed. Pass it on. Log on to www.apajamaparty.com. And click the listen live banner or call 914 803 4306. Now let's get back to the crew and more of the pajama party. Is it tea time, darling?
1: All right, welcome back to a John Pray. I'm one of those Papa D. Demi with kettle. Hello. And uh, red wine.
2: Bonne fly, darling. Okay. Bonne fly. And it's time for Papa and what's popping? So you ready to break it down for us tonight, Papa
1: Yeah, I'ma throw a little something out there. Um, first of all, as you can see, the weather's changing. So the one thing you got to do, if you haven't done already, everybody out there that drives, a lot of people drive, you know, it's really time to winterize your vehicle, you know. And when I say winterize your vehicle, the number one thing, number one thing you want to focus on is a good battery. You know, I mean, if you find yourself out there getting a jump or, you know, starting right and things like that, you know, I, I like getting batteries in two places, uh, Walmart and Sears. Walmart got some good batteries and Sears got some great batteries. I don't like messing with um, AutoZone or I, I would get something from Advanced Auto, frywood auto AutoZone. I just really AutoZone to me has horrible, uh, Bad, they have. That that company that Duralast stuff to me is just fake me out stuff in my opinion. But definitely focus on that battery. And also, one thing AutoZone does do, they'll they'll check your your battery for you. You know, so you got problems starting your vehicle. And you know, with cold weather, when you go out there to crank your car, your car should be starting right up. You know, you want to focus on what's called cold cranking amps. You know, with the CCA on the side of your battery, you want to try to get at least 750, something like that. You know, 600 is cool, but 700 is better. At least 700 and cold cranking amps means how many amps you have when your car is actually cold. Focus on a new battery, I'm telling you. Don't play with that battery when it comes to cold weather. That's the number one thing to, to start your car. And like I said, you can go in all of a and let them check your battery and things like that and whatever you got to do, you know, your belts and all that jazz because come cold weather, man, your car is very sensitive. It's very, you know, when you feel anything different, any kind, of you go to crank it and, 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 and usually the battery. You know, don't take the battery, just a battery. It's just a simple entity that charges everything else. You know, all the battery does basically with a car is get it started. When it comes to your car riding, your car basically rides off the alternator. All your battery does is supply your lights and your electrical energy, but your engine is powered through your alternator, your starter, and things of like that nature. It also keeps power based on your fuel, your fuel injection, your fuel input and all that jazz. But the main thing starts with the battery kicking it off, getting it going. So I can't emphasize enough. And also tires. You know, check out your tires. If you had tires in the uh in in the summertime and all your tires are ball, you know, check out your tires, you know, feel feel the threads. See what's up. You know ball tires when you see them. So don't don't play. Look at your tires and always emphasize what your car is. Find out whether your car has front-wheel drive or wheel-wheel drive. You know, find out what kind of car you got, whether you have front-wheel or rear wheel That means that's the tires you want to replace first. If you have front-wheel drive, you want to replace your front tires because that's where your car gets all this pull from the front. If you got rear-wheel drive, like a Mustang or a Camaro, one of them little sports cars, most of those cars, they got their power in the rear rear-wheel drive so you won't put your tires on the rear that's where your power your power is geared from All right, so tires and brakes also You know check your brakes brakes tires battery those are three basic things to get you started in the winter time So don't play this weather starts to drop You don't want to be slick out there in the ice and snow with some ball-ass tires You don't want to be not stopping having bad brakes and you definitely in the cold mornings when you able to crank your car with a battery. So battery Tires, brakes. Tomorrow Saturday. Go somewhere. Let them check that out. Batteries, tires, and brakes. All right? Get with it. All right.
2: Got an automotive back. So how can I tell if the tires are ball?
1: You just feel it.
2: So, I mean, would they feel like, like a ball? You feel headed? like you're a bare ass. Okay. Feel your
1: ass and then feel your tires. If you got the same if feeling. If they feel the same Right, if you ain't got no treads in it, like your ass ain't got no treads, right? Not mm-hmm. to crack your ass, it's your ass your ass. Oh, is so you got to
2: be specific now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to make sure I understand.
1: Tread, just fill your treads, you know. Like they say, stick a penny in there or a dime. You want to be able to, like the head of it, be able not let let it go in. If you, you stick a coin in your treads, you see the whole coin, then you got no treads. So, and you can get used tires. Go to a decent place though. Don't go to Jake the Fake joint. Go uh-huh. to a place. Get you some used tire, thirty dollars a piece, whatever. You can't afford your regular, you know, tires for sixty, seven, eighty, nine dollars a piece. Get you some used tires, but just don't go into the wearing time with bald tires or a bad battery. Okay. Or low brakes.
2: So I guess you can tell when the battery's messed up because the car won't when start. When you go,
1: will start, but you'll notice it in the cold morning. Got Vroom. That little that oh, okay. little stutter point in between cranking it lets you know that uh but AutoZone, zone, places like that, advanced auto, they'll they'll check it out, they'll they'll let you know when not. Oh, they'll getting. do
2: that? Do they charge you for that? No, they
1: don't. They sure oh, do.
2: okay, you got that, Captain. But
1: don't go there when, you know, when it's people in there. Try to go there when it's when they just open or something like that. Don't go when they got a line of people, I need my battery check. You know, they don't want to do that when they got a bunch of people in there.
2: Okay. All right, well, thank you for that. I'll get on that first thing in the morning.
1: Yeah, sure you will.
2: I will. I'm going to go look at it. I don't know if I'm going to get it checked, but I will look. You didn't know that red one? You didn't
0: yeah. know that? One?
2: Hey, I have told you before, I do not engage in nail-breaking activities.
0: <laughs> well, you bet not right nails, I'm,
2: whatever, not, I'm whatever. not there it. I'm not down with stuff that could break my nails.
1: She used to work in them hips and having that dude handle it.
2: See, here come the hate again. All right. (laughs) Uh, We're going to take a quick break, and we're coming back with the weird news. You're listening to the Pajama Party Show on Blog Talk Radio. All right.
3: This is Kettle And this is Redwine If you like news, but you like the weirdest kind You're in the right place Join us every Friday night For the Pajama Party Weird News We find stories each week about some of the strangest and oddest news stories around If there's ghost driving, stupid criminals getting caught, or just bizarre medical stories We report it right here on the Pajama Party Weird News It's funny and informative, and we look forward to it every week And you will too if you like weird news like we do, join us every Friday night on the Pajama Party Show. It's a weird world out there, and we'll tell you all about it right here on the Weird
5: News,
3: where we celebrate the weirdness.
1: Now, welcome back to Pajama Party. I'm one of those Papa Didi, I'm here with Kettle.
3: Hello.
2: Bonsoir, darling. It is time for the weird news, as you heard, And we're going to get it started with Papa Didi. What do you have for us today? This
1: is a Chinese fighter combining uh, Kung Fu fighting. Okay, Beijing, China. Uh, <laughs> several times a week, Kung Fu teacher uh, wow. Ren Taz uh, enters the ring to sparring with bulls around five times his weight, capable of killing him. All right.
2: And he does
1: it anyway. Ren mixes of uh mix Ren mixes uh martial arts and bullfighting. Mix his mix of of martial arts and bullfighting worries his mother but the 24-year-old has never been hurt.
2: Hmm. Yeah.
1: All right. He says scrapping with a uh, raging bull is exciting. It symbolizes the bravery of a man. All right. Unlike Spain, more famous sports, the Chinese, uh, they, uh, they use the, uh, don't involve bullfighting in their, uh, situation. They have no swords or no, no gore of guts, whatever, like other people do. He just uses a bill to beat down the bull and, uh, knock it down the size. I guess he kicks it in the face and the bull is up to 882 pounds. So, uh.
2: What? So they're doing kung fu in a ring yeah, with yeah. a bull.
1: <laughs> <Great>.
2: <laughs>
3: Woo! Oh, okay. Wow.
2: No wonder his mother's worried. Mm,
3: mm, mm. That's crazy.
2: You know, part of me wants to see it, and the other part of me doesn't. Okay. <laughs> I just I, I cannot even visualize. How are you going to get in a ring and try to do some kung fu stuff and then tackle a bull?
1: Yeah, well, he practices with the bull before he does his fights. Then when he fights, it's a lot easier because he's been wrestling with a bull weighs 800 pounds. So when he goes to fight a contender is only 200 pounds There's no rough. So he's, he's fast. He's wicked. He, you know, punches him in the face, kicks him around. Then the bull gets tired. The bull drops to his knees. It's crazy. Yeah, okay. Well,
2: speaking of crazy, I got one out of Utah. <laughs> uh, Salt Lake City, uh, a Utah man has been charged with sexual assault and kidnapping. Oh, no! gosh. After authorities say he hammered a tool resembling an ice pick through another man's penis during Ooh. an
0: argument. Oh, The
2: 45-year-old Jason D. Maughan is scheduled to make a court appearance uh, on Wednesday in Salt Lake City. Online court records did not list an attorney. Court documents show that Maughan is accused of putting a gun to the victim's head and handcuffing him to a chair on August 30th. The victim told police he was given the choice, of either being killed in the desert or having a nail driven into his penis. Mm. So I guess he chose the nail.
0: He says he went to
2: the hospital the next day for treatment after Mon took the handcuffs off. The charging document describes the case as domestic violence and says the men lived together, but does not explain their exact relationship. What oh in the God. world?
3: Oh, boy. I've heard it all. Hmm. Put their asses on the kissing list. That's what I say. Put them on <laughs> yeah. a kissing <at> list. <laughs> yeah, that's
2: crazy. That oh.
3: is
2: crazy. you going to give them a crazy. choice. Either you let me, I'll kill you in the desert, or I'm going to drive a nail through your penis. You pick.
3: That's, that's so stupid. crazy. Okay, Okay.
2: I'll put them on the kiss-it list. All right, let's go to yours. What you got, Kata?
3: Okay, Burger King is sending folks to McDonald's. If customers are within 600 feet of McDonald's in the U.S., they can unlock a deal giving them a Whopper burger for one cent through the Burger King app. The app then offers directions to a nearby participating Burger King where customers can collect the burger. The deal will run until December the 12th, and customers can only access it once. Burger King shared a video explaining how to order the Whopper sandwich on his uh, U.S. Twitter profile. So in a in a later tweet, the company joked, morning, um, morning everyone, if you happen to be going to McDonald's today, drive safe. The social media account for the U.S. Uh, snack Pop-Tart replied, I appreciate your Savagery these days. So while many enjoyed the promotion, some customers complained about the app not working when they tried to uh, take it up on the offer. So one person, Alex Shaw, tweeted in response Too bad, I can't use it because your app won't connect to the internet. Good gracious. Oh, Lord. Burger King isn't the first restaurant chain to try to create a new way to persuade customers to download their app. With this competitive McDonald's recently running a one dollar fry promotion. Okay, everybody running those dollar fry promotion, and Wendy's is too. What else is new? It's competition. So, okay.
2: So, I, I, I'm, I, you lost me. Burger King they want is running a promotion, and they're sending people what? to McDonald's.
3: Right, but they want them to download their app. So if you download the app, um. I guess you'll get something free from McDonald's. I don't know. This is if the customers are (laughs) within 600 feet of McDonald's, they can unlock a deal giving them a a, a Whopper burger for one cent. Oh, I see. So if you're in the area of McDonald's and if you download their Burger King app, you can get a a Whopper uh, deal burger for one cent or something. So they're driving people to the Burger King app for you to download on your phone. That's only,
2: only after they're right there at the McDonald's, like within 600 mm-hmm. feet or so.
3: Uh huh. Interesting. Okay. It's just another creative way for them to download the app. That's all. So. Yeah,
2: but it doesn't sound like it's working too well. <laughs> no, oh, no, it does
3: not. Uh huh. All strange. right.
2: Well, uh-huh. that's the weird yeah. news for tonight's edition. Golly, mm-hmm.
3: and it was weird. Yeah, it was. It was, uh huh. It
2: was. I th- I think mm-hmm. we need to put Burger King on the kiss it list for that whack pr- promo.
3: I know that's right, and that's what it was, you know.
2: All right, well, the we'll take a quick mm-hmm. break, and uh, mm-hmm. I'll put them on the list while we're on break, and we're coming back with moi, and I'm just saying, Don't move okay. We'll be right back. You sweet and rouge. This is red wine. And if you haven't heard of the Pajama Party Show, you have been missing out. We've got Hot Topics, Hit It and Quit It Headlines, What's Poppin' with Papa Didi, Weird News, and I'm Just saying with Me, Living for the City with Papa Didi, and the Hollywood Wrap Up with Kettle, the Cocktail of the Week, my favorite, and the world famous Kiss It List, and of course, The Last Word. We serve it up every week on A Pajama Party Show, and nobody does it like us. You can call us each week live on Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern at 914-803-4306. Or you can listen live online at www.apajamaparty.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at apajamaparty.
1: All right, welcome back to the John Paul I. Want to Papa goes papadum me with kettle. Hello. And red wine.
2: Bonsoir, darling. And it is time for I'm just saying. It's
1: time for I'm um, just saying with uh, red wine. I'm
2: just saying. It's my turn now. Mm-hmm. Yay. Okay, so tonight, I'm just saying it's colder than you think, and I'm not necessarily speaking of the weather it is colder than you think so here's the deal a radio station in san francisco got a lot of heat for playing a certain holiday song uh this week now do you remember that song called baby it's cold outside you remember that one papa
0: yeah
2: it's uh if you don't know it's a back and forth musical conversation kind of a flirting kind of conversation Between a man who wants his date to stay longer because it's cold outside and because he wants her to stay and she keeps saying that she really ought to leave and he just keeps reminding her, you know, but it's cold outside. So here's a few of the lyrics I want to read to you in case you're not familiar. This is her speaking first or singing first. She says, I really can't stay. He says, baby, it's cold outside. She says, I got to go away. He says, baby, it's cold outside. She says, my mother will start to worry. He says, beautiful, what's your hurry? She says, my father will be pacing the floor. He says, listen to the fireplace roar. She says, so really, I'd better scurry. He says, beautiful, please don't hurry. She says, well, maybe just a half a drink more. He says, I'll put on some records while I pour. Now, the song goes on, you know, pretty much in that same vein. So he keeps convincing her to stay despite her weak protest to leave. Now, if you listen to the song in its entirety, it's a cat and mouse game between two adults. But due to the Me Too movement, people have been calling this radio station and uh, maybe other stations, too, that I'm not aware of. But they are demanding that this song be removed from the playlist because they're saying, and it's basically about 100 or so people They're saying that this song is encouraging date rape situations. And I'm like, what? So to these people, I'm saying if you're hearing Baby is Cold Outside and it's got you all fired up like that, it's colder than you think. I'm all for the Me Too movement, so don't get me wrong. But let's not take things out of context. That song was written in 1944. Okay, this is 2018. That song was written in 1944. It was first used in a movie in 1949. So consider the time period in which the song was written, okay? It was presented to be a little bit naughty for that time period, but in a more innocent way. And these people that are protesting the song, in my opinion, y'all just got a dirty mind. If you're reading all of that into a song, you know what I'm saying? I mean, what's next? Y'all want to ban Santa Baby, too? Have you heard that one? If you listen to the lyrics of Santa Baby, this woman is on a material kick, and she wants Santa to basically give her the hookup. She says she wants a diamond ring, a yacht, a mink coat, a duplex, convertible, and stuff from extensive-ass Tiffany's. This woman is the original material girl. So if society is going to start picking things apart based on what they think is indecent, I'm just saying it's a lot colder than you think. I can't believe they're tripping about that song. You know what I do when I hear a song on the radio that I don't like? I turn the off station. It's real easy. If you hear something you don't like, turn the station. Problem fixed. I don't need to try to control what everybody else is listening to. If something comes on and there's certain artists I don't like, turn the daggone channel. That's all you got to do. It's too many choices out here, and I am free to choose whichever one I like. And if I don't like it, turn the channel. That's all they have to do. You don't need to be trying to ban songs because you think it's indecent or you think it's encouraging a certain behavior. Y'all need to get a life. So if you're one of those folks that has a problem with Santa baby and baby is cold outside being on the radio, you might find yourself all alone over the holidays. But I guess they'll be saying chestnuts roasting on an open fire has sexual connotations next because they mention nuts. People, get over yourselves. Sometimes a song is just a song, period. And the reality is, baby, it is cold outside. This is red wine, and I'm just saying, if y'all keep on being so nitpicky, you're going to find out it's colder than you think. Thank you very much.
1: That was good. That was good. I'm
2: just saying, these people are tripping.
1: Yeah, and you know, it's <laughs> the sad part about that, that it was referenced of, uh, yesterday, was it this morning? It was such a... It was cold, cold as hell. Um, uh, they did a story on uh, CBS this morning with Gail King,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and Gail King said the same thing you said. It was just a song, and the other lady, what's her name, Nancy O'Dell.
2: Uh, Nancy O'Donnell.
1: And Nancy O'Donnell <laughs> and the other little Hallie duty white guy that works there with him. Mm-hmm. They both sat there, and Gail was saying, you know, get over it, and and I they they him. didn't. They didn't say anything. They like stay right in the moment of going along with the Me Too movement. And Gail even said, "Am I am I on this by myself?" And her two coworkers didn't say nothing.
3: Wow, they they left her. Let let her they the let her, her hang out there
1: by herself. I oh, said, Ga- I said, in. if I said, boy, Gail, if you don't get the message that these two motherfuckers working with you are so busy trying to cover their ass that they are not. On your team at all. I hope Gail, I hope Gail got with Oprah and they got the lesson on that. Uh, what's her name? Nancy O'Donnell. Yeah. Put her ass on the kissing list because, okay, she's full of shit. Okay, <laughs> no disrespect, but she's full of shit. She sat there and didn't support Gail at all, and all Gail was saying that I don't know why people are getting so timid. You know, but they can put out a song saying I just kissed a girl and the rest of this shit and ain't nobody saying a goddamn thing about that mm-hmm. or anything else that got to do with anything adverse or out of the ordinary or whatever, whatever. But but anytime somebody want to mention something that they deem that's not on their line, who gives a fuck how you feel about anything anyway? Like you said, turn the station. Turn the or don't even get so fired up. Why are you going to think that your opinion, you going to think you're going to make the whole world get along with what you think? You know, I mean, and it's not about a Me Too movement. That ain't got nothing to do with nothing. You know what I'm saying? You can't go around just, just like, knocking everybody down because somebody just being flirtatious. Hell, flirtatious is how shit starts. How are you going to eventually marry somebody if you don't crack on them or, or push up exactly. on them? You see somebody you like you got to throw something out there. you got to throw your eyebrow up. you got to do a little cat and mouse thing. Got a got to do a little chase. How you think half these motherfuckers born in the world? You're born in the world because somebody, you know, threw threw a little spark out there. Somebody met somebody, we on a date, took a chance, you Absolutely. know, took a, took a whatever.
2: And if you can find that movie from 19... 19- but it's not even not, about that movie, no, let me make not this about story. that song. I'm saying if you can find that movie for those people that are tripping, if they just watch that segment of the movie... And it was, I believe, it was Ricardo Montalban that did the original one, and I forgot who the female lead was. If you watch that scene, he is not trying to force himself on her. Right, it's he got nothing to do to with force anything. anything. They are
3: playing You know what they need to do? They other. need
1: to show the people that are making the comments on that aren't liking all this stuff that has to do with casual. Casual flirtation between people. We need to see the people that got an issue with that. They probably some old beat up motherfuckers with spiderwebs all up their ass. Ain't okay. had no Johnson in months. Don't know the. So the they don't even know anything about. Ain't nobody playing, cat, it. and cat, ain't nobody playing cat and mouse with them. They all stuck up. They all crazy. Oh, well. Their mechanical devices got them under control, and everything else is all messed up with them. And I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to talk.
2: Fortnite. You
1: know, I'm not. I'm not trying to sound cynical with anything, but all I'm saying is that the life you live is the life you live. Stop thinking that you control the buttons that control the world. The world's going to do what they do. Young people are going to do what they do. Older people going to do what they do. Middle-aged people are going to do what they do. That's just life, and life has been going on since the beginning of time. Homosexuality been out since the beginning of time. You know, everything mm-hmm. that's, that's going on today has been out since you name marijuana has been out forever. Yeah. Cocaine's been out forever. Marijuana just a product of prostitution. Pros- high, getting
2: Hell,
1: Asian women were the first women of of prostitution. Robbing,
2: stealing, murder, all that stuff's been out since the beginning of time. Since the beginning Ain't of time.
1: Be and now people think that they're going to get a stronghold on it. And anybody that, that steps up and and does something, any... Any person who, who all of a sudden makes a name for their stuff, here comes somebody saying, 20 years ago, you know, he fucked me over. Well, well, y'all didn't, it didn't work 20 years ago with y'all. So why are you going to stop his movement in 2018? So why don't the men start turning on the ladies that broke their heart when they start making waves and they start building up and getting a, a job? Why don't somebody come out and say that the new um, person that just won the election, uh, also, Brooks, uh, one of her old boyfriend from high school, come out and say how he broke, her, she broke his heart, you know, back in nineteen seventy-seven or seventy-eight. I mean, when is it gonna stop? Where people just get over it, man? We everybody has something happen to him in their life. I've had people rip me off. I've had ladies screw me over, steal my shit, steal my wallet, steal my money, rip me off. You know, I come up and ask them. to... They drinking beer and I asked them to buy them a drink and he had to order a damn cognac. I said, "Damn, you was drinking a fucking Heineken. When the hell did you get cognac, to fucking, uh, fucking you know? When did you, when, when did your taste you taste buds? you know that move. When did taste buzz, like, oh, you taste buds pick up cognac? Buy? You know,
0: there
1: Exactly. And she's sipping on a Heineken and and a, and, a, and, a, and a, uh, she was she was drinking rum and coke. Mm. All of a sudden, well, baby, can I buy you a drink? Well, yeah. Well, let me get that Hennessy uh, 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 on the ride. Oh.
3: Hennessy. What, and then the guy. The we'll garden. see how to handle that, Papa. You you open yourself up. You should never ask a lady you want a drink. You're supposed to just whatever they uh, drinking already. Just go ahead and send it over. She drinking Hennessy and a Henneken.
1: So. Oh, no, I and never I wouldn't I wouldn't into ah. drinking nowhere. I would I would <laughs> rather have somebody want to go outside smoke a blitz, you know myself. Oh,
2: here we go. You know,
1: I would I would oh. rather smoke
2: a you know. uh, we're gonna take this caller before you get into the blunts and the spliffs. I'd rather Call smoke it. a split. Okay. <laughs> All right. Down boy. Caller, welcome to the show. <laughs> go right ahead with your comment.
4: <laughs> Good evening, everybody. I just I'm calling to, to counter some of what Papa Didi just said, because while <laughs> I agree that people need to get over themselves about the songs, I don't mm-hmm. honestly think some of the things that have been coming out that happened five, 10, 20 years ago are quite the same thing as a female running game wanna do for a better drink. Having said that, I do think we've taken the me too to the point where if, Someone even commented on how nice you look. It's okay for you to not come back and say, you made me uncomfortable, you sexually harassed me. But if you look at a lot of the accusations, they're against people nobody would believe and or they happened at a time when women did not have a voice.
0: Mm -hmm. And I just
4: think it's a little unfair to completely dismiss some of these old accusations. I don't... um, and, and I apologize if you all covered the Neil deGrasse Tyson thing at Lane, but his response was the single best response I've read since the Me Too happened.
2: What did he say? And no, we didn't cover it, so what did he say?
4: He basically, he three women have come out and accused him of sexual misconduct. He Not only did he lay out exactly what happened, he didn't say, if I made you feel or you misinterpreted what I did. He basically said, it was never in my my intent to make you feel that way, and for that I am sorry. A mm-hmm. lot of times that's all the woman wants to hear. I'm sorry.
1: Mm-hmm. No, but, you know, caller, I don't think, but you know what, caller, I don't think it's that basic, first of all. I think that sometimes women know sometimes that men aren't going to come back that strong. Okay, and why did this man, Neil have to come back so so light like that? Why didn't he say it like this here? Oh, 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 uh oh, yeah. Oh, that that girl, Karen, yeah. Oh, well, let, let me tell you about that bitch. I used to fuck with that bitch back in 2010. Let me tell you what she did. She came on my crib that night, and she was, won't they, like, can a woman handle if the man tell the truth? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Well, let me make my what? point. Let me make my point. Okay. What if the man came and told the media exactly what went down with this woman, just how fucked up she really is? If they came in hard, but they know the man's not gonna come in hard like that. He's gonna say, well, you know, uh, if anything, and nah, nah, and nah, nah. and and, because he's trying to protect whatever he's holding on to at that time. But that during that time frame when they both may have been single, see, so you gotta understand too that. You're bringing something to a person during what happened to a person another time in their life. We all had other times in our life. We all had a 10-year ago. We all had a 20-year ago. We all had a 15-year ago that we don't want to be responsible for 25 years later because we've gotten over that. We've outgrown that. Now, we did something malicious back then. It comes back to bite us on our ass, and we deserve to take that drastic thing. But if we got into a, a situation with something like that, then, I mean, but people get into situations all the time. You don't think the rich folks that go to a swanky party don't get into some type of situation where, you know, it's this and that. But people cover it up because everybody in the party is rich and famous, and they don't talk about that little battle, that fight that happened between somebody back in somebody's study or somebody's library because everybody got to go on to their, their life the next day. But, you know, I don't think, but who gave the Me Too the authority to come in and just destroy lives at their convenience?
4: I don't think it's a matter of destroying lives. And and to be clear, Neil deGrasse Tyson, let me finish. The one woman that did accuse him of actually raping her, he came back and gave chapter and verse and basically said, I don't know where she got these details from. This never happened. And we had a relationship. And this is right when I met my then wife. And from what I understand, basically there was no chemistry. So after being intimate a few times, I walked away. So he exactly. did come back with the, his. Right. but My point to you is this: there is not a woman on the planet, Papadidi, that has been violated, that has forgotten, and or completely. Oh, well, no woman. We're not talking it about. Well, that's
1: not women. Women. Hold so, up. Call. I'm not talking about violations. I'm not defending nobody being violated now. We're not talking violations. I'm talking about women, like you say, if Tyson met someone now that he's going to take to another horizon and this person here didn't fit that particular bill, everybody don't fit everybody's bill. And see, the sad part about things, too, is that I think a lot of people like Tyson or any other sports figure or whatever, sometimes if they're not interested in these women 100% or full fedged, they got to take them to a makeshift apartment, or makeshift little cottage, as opposed to taking them to their million-dollar house. Because, see, when you take them to their million-dollar house, now they're getting comfortable up in there, and you're just tapping that ass. So now when you meet somebody that you want to bring in that million-dollar house full-time, and you tell the joker you're just having a drive by with, you don't want to be bothered no more, their heart is broken, first of all, and their feelings are hurt. So, therefore, they're going to walk away like a wet puppy, sure. But 10 years from now, when you start building and building and building, which they knew you were going to do from the beginning, but it don't include them, now if they're that insane enough in they crazy-ass mind, they're going to come back with some crazy shit. And like I said, I'm not, I'm not excusing any type of assault or rape or anything like that. But people that are just jealous or people that didn't fit the bill or that person did not want to go to the next level with them, don't be pissed off. You just wasn't, you didn't qualify. You. you everybody got somebody they like that didn't fit the bill. We have to sometimes recognize who don't qualify to be with us. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah.
4: No, I agree with that. I just think that what has happened is you have a handful of people that have hijacked the Me Too movement with nonsense like, he didn't read my nonverbal cues. Well, if you didn't say it out your mouth, how are you yeah. supposed to know how you were feeling?
1: Exactly.
0: But
4: there's right. also that that one where in, in in I'm on Neil's side after reading his account for no other reason than the thing that he said to the young lady who was his production assistant that she said made her uncomfortable. It, people could argue that that was being a little fresh, but it was because she she apparently said that he would make her feel uncomfortable with his comments because he stated. She would walk around giving people hugs and he would always joke, Don't hug me, I might want more, ha ha ha. She said that made her feel uncomfortable. My point is well should he not feel uncomfortable that you're offering a hug? Exactly. Don't he have his opinion on how he may feel about that? You know, what what do we own what we say? But then I do think that there's a level of disconnect with some men, not all. When you they I think sometimes when you say no, they think you're just playing hard to get. And that could also be on a lot of women who do that, who play that game. Because how is a man supposed to know when no really means no if you said it ten times and now it's yes?
1: The argument is Yeah, but how about
4: about
1: that But what about the women is trying to pull my pants down? Because some of them will take my belt off and pull my pants down. See, we, 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 we got this theory where we're thinking that it's always men pushing up on the coochie. How about the women pushing up on the dick? You know there's women out there like that chasing after the Johnson now. Okay? There's women out there chasing the Johnson full bloom. They go out on the, on the weekend looking for some Johnson straight up. And so why are we acting like it's always the man pursuing it? Women go out there pursuing the sausage as well. Don't think the, side, the people ain't in the search of the sausages now. Come on now. Don't be fooled. Don't think it's one-sided. Don't think it's just a Gucci search. Well, I
2: think the biggest problem is just miscommunication. If you don't want to do something, then you need to be very firm and very clear, and don't say it laughing and giggling and all that kind of stuff. If you want to say no, say no and walk away. Don't be like, no, (laughs) because then it's confusing.
1: Yeah. I also think that casual sex is almost out the window. Because nowadays, kind of people think that, see, if you got, if you bring more to the table than that person at the time, and when I say bringing more, it seemed like it's almost like just material at that time. When you bring somebody to something, because everybody's looking for security in a relationship first and foremost, and when you bring somebody to a big ass crib, and they look around and say, "Damn, you live here by yourself," you know what I mean, and all this, and the, yeah, yeah, and the man's speaking all confident and sure because he got it like that. But not knowing how where her how her mind is ticking, she's saying, "Well, shit, I'm living over here, wasting money on rent. I could be fuck around living here with you." But we never know what kind of bugs is going on in people's heads, you know. But anyway, we're not gonna spend a lot of time on that. But uh, but yeah, caller, I appreciate you uh, coming in and, and and bringing your view on it. I just think personally, and no disrespect, I don't think that the Me Too movement control a damn thing. I think that everybody has their you know, as famous as Stevie Wonder is, he don't control the music industry. So I think everybody has their place in their pocket, and nobody controls everything. The Me Too movement, ain't nobody, you know, just like Martin Luther King said a long time ago, God has not yet turned his world over to Governor Wallace. Let me repeat that. Martin Luther King said that God has not yet turned his world over to Governor Wallace. Okay? So Governor yes. Wallace was not in charge, and Martin Luther King knew that. Okay, so the 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 world is not turned over to the Me Too movement. They don't own shit. They have an opinion like anybody else. They have a platform like anybody else. The Me Too movement, the KKK, the 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 Baptists, the uh, Catholics, they all have a position and a and and a, a, they all have a platform. But don't nobody control anything. God controls this world, and that's about it. depending well, on who I, you believe in. You I believe can. in a higher power. Yeah.
4: Can I just add one more thing? I think yeah, a lot of these sure. organizations are just afraid of losing money. And so they cave because mm-hmm. they, you know, they'll suspend this person or fire this person or do this because they're afraid of losing money. We all say we want that organization that just stands up and says, heck no and F you to the masses, but that's probably never going to happen until someone with so much money they don't care if they lose. For a while, stands yeah.
2: up and says, "says enough is enough." I agree. Well, thank that's you. why I said for people who can't handle these songs, turn the dag on.
1: Yeah, that's a song. Really, there's all kind of songs out there. This this guy, I could name some songs down the line that's more vulgar than that. That's got to do with uh, one sided uh, sexist uh, tales. They don't. These these people probably don't even know music for real. To know stuff that's really talking about it, but anyway, we we're not gonna spend a moment time on that. Yeah,
0: they're
2: tripping. But anyway, um, all right, call, thank you so much for your comments tonight.
1: We're gonna move to uh. we to
2: move uh, you out there,
1: kettle.
2: Oh, you're not gonna go into uh.
1: No, that was my uh oh, that was city. covert move. Yeah, that was like <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just you put it, put it out there like one. that. Yeah, I would, like I said, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to uh say I'm this and that, and I ain't trying. I don't care what people think about me. Or what you may think I am, or who I am. I know who I am. I know the parents that raised me, and what they raised me to be, and the respect they've given me. So therefore, there's no sub. There's no, no particular group out here that's going to turn my screws in my back. I get to wake myself up in the morning in order to go out there and make my own life, my own living.
3: All right. Anyway, All so right. let's uh,
1: move on to Hollywood. You want to take a break, Kettle, or are you ready for the Hollywood wrap up? Or uh... I'm
3: out here. I'm I'm waiting on you guys.
1: Get ready. Yeah. Some conversation go for it.
3: though. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, that's a good segue into this um, hot topic here about Kevin Hart. He steps down as Oscar host um, amid the backlash from the post from the past um, homophobic tweets. So he stepped down from the Oscar host this past Thursday following a crisis stemming from the um, comedian's refusal to apologize for his previous homophobic comments and tweets. He goes on to say. I have made the choice to step down from hosting this year's Oscars. This is because I do not want uh, to be a distraction on a night that should be celebrated by so many amazing, talented artists. Um, He did apologize. He said, I sincerely apologize to the LGBTQ community for my insensitive words from my past. So, you know, people now, they're letting his past define who he is now. He says he's in a different place He's a different person So for him to make that step That was a good step in the right direction But I still don't think he should have You know, stepped down from that But I guess all the backlash He said, I, I don't have time for that You know, I got other things to be doing Plus he has more than one job So He ain't hurting So, you know, maybe they'll come at him again You know, at another time
1: Yeah, they will This is they not lost his time right
3: now Mm-hmm. But you know what? That This might just create the hype for him to come. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, yesterday. it might. Yeah. Um, also, Warner Brothers is developing um, Plastic Man movie. Now, I'm not familiar with his character, but it's a, a Marvel character, uh, the Plastic Man. Are you familiar with that, Papa, or Red Wine?
1: Sounds like me and my Ziploc. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I've never heard
3: of it. I like yeah. a They announced that they're bringing the DC comic character Plastic Man to the big screen. Um, they have uh, what Ahmad Idiko will write the script for the comedy action venture, adventure project. Um, Plastic Man was initially created by Jack Cole for quality comics in 1941 but was bought by DC Comics in 56. Um, I don't know. when quality time I never heard of now. that one. I haven't either. Uh, Plastic Man, Plastic A.K.A. Man. Patrick Eel, of wyant was part of a gang, and during a bot heist, is shot while also being doused with a chemical liquid. Oh, okay, left for dead by the gang, Patrick awakens to find himself um with the power to um shape shift and stretch his body into almost anything, thanks uh, to being most um. Almost mauled a man alive. Interesting. Never knew yeah. that character existed. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I
2: never heard of that one.
3: So, so look forward to the Plastic Man. All right, next year. Sounds also, like a plot, uh, but
0: go ahead.
3: Oh boy, you you never know. You never know. Um, Viola Davis is in the Hollywood news. Being a black woman in Hollywood feels like the exorcist. Wow. Oh, wow. Viola Davis outlined the difficulty of being black, a black actress in Hollywood, during her acceptance speech for the Sherry Lansing Leadership Award. Um, She goes on to say uh, what it's like to be a woman of color trying to succeed in Hollywood. Viola Davis articulated her struggle with a horrifying bit of imagery while accepting the um, Sherry Lansing Leadership Award. Hmm. Says, you know, the scene in in The Exorcist where Linda Blair is uh, tied to the bed, clearly possessed by demons, He said. Help me, written on her stomach. That's how I feel every day in this Hollywood community, um, in my life and trying to live my authentic life. Wow. She goes on to say black ter- characters, she explained, have repeatedly been marginalized in Hollywood. Wow. That's deep. That's deep. Okay. She said all that while accepting that award. Mm-hmm. All she right. Said, everything well,
0: that
3: I, she said everything that I am and, and everything that we are inside is what makes art in this world rich. Okay. All right. Okay. That's kind of deep. That's, that's the exorcism, maybe. but that's how she feels. That's how she feels. So, yeah. Mm. Okay. Um. Also, the Hollywood Reporter's 2018 Women in Entertainment, Power 100, uh, includes Tiffany Haddish, uh, Nicole Kidman, Oprah Winfrey, um, Jennifer Stalk. Um, there's a whole lot of women in, in, involved in this uh, uh, Women in Entertainment, Power 100. So that the highest corporate levels of Hollywood, a few women have ascended, notably Amazon Studios, here Jennifer Stalk, and um, Women in Entertainment Executive of the Year, Dana Walden who will take her Fox TV empire um, with her to Disney in 2019. Interesting. Hmm. All right. Other people included um, Octavia Octavia Spencer and uh, Jennifer Lopez. uh, Also, Chesney Hattie. That's an interesting mix
2: of people.
3: Yeah. It is. It
2: is. How did Tiffany Haddish end up in the same group with Oprah? Yeah.
3: Wow. Kind of, yeah. I mean, no mm-hmm. shade. I love yeah. Tiffany, but <laughs> yeah. Tiffany
2: just got here. Oprah been around for a while.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Xavier
2: yeah. and and J Lo too, for that matter. They've been around yeah. for a while. Yeah. Okay.
1: Sometimes
3: the elbows with.
1: hmm Yeah, but that don't okay. make you, no super, That don't make you know. Uh, put you on the Hall of Fame list just by rubbing elbows.
3: Yeah, anyway, uh, and one Am last note: um, uh, you guys um, like Sister Act one and two? Well, we got Sister Act three. It's in the works for Disney. Really? It's not. Yep, yep it's not going to be on the big screen. It's going to be on the streaming service.
0: Yep. Ah, okay. Disney
3: is, is currently developing Sister Act three for its upcoming streaming service, uh, uh-huh. Disney Entertainment Weekly. Um, so that should be interesting mm-hmm. You know that I'm quite sure They're going to pay Whoopi with very good money She was the lead character in that, And that That should be coming out in 2019 So That's okay. my Hollywood wrap up mm-hmm.
2: Alright good thank you And well, now good we're welcome. all up to date Alright Yep
3: yeah,
0: yep yeah,
2: yep yeah. yeah it's time for the cocktail of the week
0: Okay, Uh, well, you've been been
2: sipping on it all night. You got it.
3: You've been sipping on it all night. Mm
2: -hmm. Oh, wow. I got to tell what it is?
3: Yeah. Okay,
2: this is called a, uh, mm, what's it called? A redhead, Irish Irish redhead. (laughs) Yeah, get it right. It's the Mm -hmm. Irish redhead. And this, to make this drink, you need three ounces of Irish whiskey. I recommend Jameson. One ounce of grenadine and five to six ounces of Sprite to give it that fizz. Then you want to add a squeeze of lemon and lime juice. Mix that all together and serve over ice in a tall glass because that's, let's see, six, seven, eight, nine. And that's about ten ounces all together. So you need a tall glass. Garnish with a lemon and lime wedge and enjoy. It's very tasty. And this is called the Irish Redhead. You don't have to wait until St. Patrick's Day. You can enjoy it mm-hmm. any time, any day, any month. And the Cocktail mm-hmm. of the Week is brought to you by D.C. Homegrown Entertainment, our parent company. Check them out at dchomegrown.com. And that's the Cocktail of the Week. Uh, over to you, Papa Diddy. Tell us about the... World famous kiss
1: it list Yeah we don't have a lot of time We got to bust through this here The kiss it list is a list we put together Of people that really showed their butt uh, Over the last week or so And uh, we put them on blast uh, We got to get right to it uh, We got the New York City uh,
2: Who's that?
1: NYPD cops? NYPD cops are keeping a woman in labor In handcuffs Joyce uh, Papalopoulos He's uh only served, what, I thought it was 12 days. You had served 14 there. You served yeah, 12 saved. days. I
2: thought it was 14. He but did 12
1: ahead. days in jail for the stuff he did. 12 days, yeah. okay. What
0: a joke.
1: Now, the average black person gets 12 years for a joint. His joke got 12 days for being involved in all that Trump stuff. Uh, Trump, for his uh, misspelling tweets uh, rant today, he did about four or five tweets this morning concerning different things, and it was misspelled words and all kinds of stuff. This
2: is a hot mess.
1: You know, he called. Uh, the, the lady, the anchor, he appointed anchor woman as the ambassador and he jumped on Rex uh, Tillerson called him a dumbass uh, he
2: um, said uh, he was dumb as, dumb as a, boxer a, box, a box
1: of rocks I mean that, that, that was just white on white crime right there uh, people calling for a bands on the holiday song um, they need to lighten up as Red Wine says and uh, Paul Manafort being a liar he, he stole a bunch of money but nobody asked him where the money is but uh, he's going to get pardoned by Trump, and Trump's going to take half his money. Okay, men and women who drove from uh, Arizona to Wyoming with the kids in the trunk. Yeah, Man, that was crazy. Who knew about that?
2: Nine hundred miles with two kids in the trunk. Really? Yeah, they're going
1: That's to crazy, jail. Huh? How old were they? Did it? they
2: die? I think they were like ten and seven, did something they die, like yeah. that. No, they didn't die. And they had the two dogs on the back seat of the car.
1: Oh, the dogs got preference. Whatever. It's common. They go to jail. Them. Mm, That's usually mm, how that mm. rolls. Anyway, Amanda Miller, uh, Trump's spokesman, uh, talking about immigrant workers. Um, knowing that Trump did hire illegal people to cut all that damn grass, he got. Mm-hmm. Uh, U.S. gymnastic team, US gymnastics uh, department for going into bankruptcy. Just as a, I guess as a ploy, as a distractor, basically. Mm-hmm. Officer Badger for beating up and spitting on the Latinos in Boston, and Officer Valencia for helping them. Uh, let's see, the epic Epic games, the video games stealing black culture, stealing people's dance moves and things like that as they yeah. normally do. They usually hire a black guy to oversee the black portion of the place and they give all the black secrets. Two men in Salt Lake City that uh, he put a nail on the other guy's penis Then he said, I'm not gay. Yeah, sure you're not. For you to go that <laughs> close to that penis, you saw that penis before.
5: <laughs> anyway,
1: uh, oh my God. Burger King and McDonald promo uh, Burger, people send Burger King, sending people to McDonald's, yeah, back and crazy. forth. Apparently those two restaurants need money, so I guess that's why they did that. Mm-hmm. Nancy O'Dell for Not Going Down with Gail. Gail stood by herself talking about that song, and she, Gail even said, is anybody with me on this? And they said nothing. They left. nothing. to show you mm-hmm. like we said about the Me Too movement. Some people want to stay on what they think is the right side of white. But you need well, to be got, who what got, you are
2: We gotta give Gail, everybody their you. prize For this week's contenders for the kissing
0: list Here's your kiss prize Kiss my In my head. Kiss my Irish ass You better kiss my Irish ass This world Kiss my ass Kiss my ass You can
1: die. I'm Party, I'm your one of your hosts, uh, Papa Didi, and with kettle. Hello. And red wine.
2: Bonsoir. And it's time for the last word. We about like to get up out of here, Papa Didi. What you got for us?
1: Uh, I just want to say happy birthday to my son in a couple of days. He's getting old, so uh, I won't say his age. I'll be telling mine. Anyway, uh, that's about it. Uh, everybody be safe out there. Be fair, you know, don't, uh, don't take it too serious, don't take yourself too serious, don't take things too serious.
2: And I just want to say happy birthday to Miss Vonnie. She just had a birthday on yesterday, so happy birthday, Vonnie. Uh, and thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks to our new sponsor, Purple House Books. Check them out at purplehousebooks.com. Get their new
3: book for your little ones, The Bling Bling Bird. Over to you, Kel. Um, couple of things. I just wanna give a a late birthday shout out to my brother. That's my one of my twins as they say. He's he's older than me, but uh everybody say we're twins, so a shout out to him, his birthday and also Miriam Sears, her birthday. Um and um shout out to Chuck Hicks. He had a um uh A gala here uh, tonight, and um, it was great. Great for the kids, uh, toys for the kids, folks, kids that don't have toys. And he gives this every year, Mr. Chuck Hicks. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, And one last note, keep family close. That's it for me.
2: All right. Until next Friday, we're out. Join us next Friday night, and we'll do it all over again. Mm
1: -hmm. Say good night, Papa. Good night, everybody.
2: Say good night, Kel.
3: Good night
2: And bonsoir We'll catch you next Friday
0: night We're out
3: Initiating shutdown sequence Is it all over,
2: Rock?
0: I guess so I bid you farewell, arrivederci, sayonara And all that sort of cheers Well, when you I say when you gotta go You gotta go Well, good night Sana. I regret to announce this is the end
3: I'm going now Good night and good luck was it as good for you as it was for me?
0: Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Oh. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show. And good night. Put the Sorry, Choo Choo, sorry, sorry,